Welcome to the Dreaming of Sleep podcast for moms of babies and toddlers. I am so excited that you are here today. In this podcast, I will be sharing tons of information on improving your child's sleep, and I will be breaking down all the sleep training myths so that you can make an informed decision about sleep training that feels good for you and your parenting style. I'm your host, Marley Klaus, a certified pediatric sleep consultant and mom of three. I am super passionate about helping both new and experienced moms ditch the mom guilt and start prioritizing themselves in all the ways, starting with better sleep. Let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dreaming of Sleep podcast. Today, I'm going to be digging into a super controversial topic in the world of sleep training, so I hope you are ready for it. We are going to be talking all about the cry it out or extinction sleep training method, why it's not a method that I recommend, and why I find it to be less effective overall than other methods that are more gradual. Before we jump in, I want to remind you that if you are a mom ready to improve your child's sleep, I have a few avenues available to support you. First, you can join my free Facebook community, which is Dreaming of Sleep for Moms of Babies and Toddlers, Or if Instagram is more your jam, you can follow me there. I provide tips and resources often in both of these spaces. If you're looking for the fastest route to improving your child's sleep, I invite you to book a free sleep evaluation call with me. You can find a link to all of these options in my show notes. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this week's topic. As I've shared before, I'm a mom of three and I have gone through various struggles with sleep with each of my children. I can very clearly remember being in a position that you are likely in currently. You are exhausted and you are desperate for sleep, and so you keep Googling or asking your favorite mom group on Facebook about how to improve your baby's sleep. You're likely getting answers ranging from one extreme to the other, like, this is normal, don't expect to sleep until they're four or five, all the way to just cry it out, that's the fastest or best way to improve sleep. Either way, cry it out or extinction is likely something you've heard about a lot of times. And if it's anything like what I've seen, it's either being shared in a very, very negative way or in a really positive way, depending on who's talking about it. My goal today is to help you walk away with information about cry it out without it being laden with strong opinions so that you can easily filter through it and take what makes sense for you and leave the rest. So let's start with the basic definition of cry it out. At its most straightforward definition, cry it out means making crying extinct. You put your baby in their crib awake, you walk away, and don't come back to get them until it's time for their next feeding or wake time. This means that in the strictest case of of cry it out, while the parents may be checking on a camera monitor to ensure that their baby or toddler is physically okay, they are not actually going into the room to check or console. For some reason, cry it out seems to be the most well-known method for sleep training out there. It has also almost gotten to the point where sleep training is synonymous with cry it out. You can't post or even talk about sleep training without hearing somebody say that cry it out is a horrible sleep training method and that you shouldn't even think about using it, even when nobody even mentioned cry it out to start with. So here is a summary of my opinion on cry it out as both a sleep consultant and a mom. Based on the research that I have read, I do not believe that cry it out is harmful to a child. However, while I don't believe it's harmful, I also do not believe that it is a necessary approach to take or that it is as effective overall as other more gradual sleep training methods. So let's go ahead and break that down further. 
I am going to share some links to a couple of evidence-based articles in the show notes so that you can read more about the research that I have found on Cry It Out and how it is not harmful to a child. Um, But I want to, in this episode, dig into more on my thoughts on why Cry It Out is not a method that we need to use and why it's not necessary. So if you've followed me for long, you have definitely heard me say that I'm not a fan of blanket approaches to sleep training. I truly believe that every single family is different and every baby is different, so we shouldn't be approaching sleep training as if everybody is all the same. While Cry It Out might be the right choice for some families, it isn't the right choice for all and that is totally okay. The truth is, some babies don't do well with Cry It Out, and while it would likely eventually work, it's not something to go into believing that if you just hold out for long enough, it's going to automatically click. It might click at some point, but after how long and after how much stress that you're going through. After working with dozens of moms and babies and sleep training my own three, I have found that babies and toddlers respond differently to the exact same approach. It helps to be educated on other approaches so that you can figure out which way is going to work best for your specific child. The primary reason that I'm not a fan of Cry It Out is because when implemented as true extinction, it doesn't allow us to learn your baby's cues and cries. I much prefer a parent-present, responsive sleep training approach that allows parents to pay super close attention to how their baby or toddler is responding to the sleep plan that we have put into place. That way, we're able to determine if it's working well or if we need to tweak something. Babies and toddlers have different cries for different needs, and if we are training ourselves to ignore any crying, it's going to be difficult for us to distinguish between their different cries and be able to learn what they might need from us. I also believe that there's no reason to just cut everything off all at once. If no sleep training method has been implemented yet and a baby is currently waking up four or five times at night, I would never try to night wean and sleep train all at once in that case. Using cry it out with the intent to night wean and sleep train all at the same time is a huge change for your baby. I want to ensure that we have the other pieces of the sleep puzzle in place before deciding if it's the right time to night wean, and that includes having a really solid daytime feeding and sleep plan. When cry it out is used, we have no reason to learn other ways of helping our child learn how to sleep independently. Babies grow and change frequently, and with most developmental changes come some sleep challenges. When cry it out is the only method a parent is familiar with, it can be really challenging to figure out how to work through those future sleep challenges. Another reason I don't prefer the cry it out method is because it can be super stressful for parents to implement. There are often really conflicted feelings involved for parents who decide to try cry it out, and when something is stressful, it's really hard for us to stick with it. Consistency is so key with any method of sleep training, and if we're unable to be consistent, it's unlikely that we're going to see positive results. If we start a sleep training method and end up reverting back to the way our babies previously fell asleep, it can be really confusing for them. It can also make it more challenging when we do decide to try again, even if you're using a completely different method. Lastly, when there are so many other methods out there that are comfortable to implement, I really just don't see a good reason for using Cry It Out. Babies under 12 months tend to pick up sleeping independently super quickly. So even if we're using a more gradual approach, you can expect to see improvement in just a couple of days. While Cry It Out might seem easier and faster, it isn't necessarily going to be that. 
Choosing a sleep training method is really only one part of the puzzle, though. Improving sleep can require changes to the daytime sleep routine and schedule, feeding schedule, bedtime routine, and more. So whenever you have all of the different puzzle pieces put together, they work together to help your baby be set up for better sleep with a lot less of a struggle. So at the end of the day, while Cry It Out will likely work for sleep training most children, there are a lot of reasons that it isn't the right choice for many families. And there are a lot of reasons that I personally don't recommend using it. Setting your baby or toddler up for healthy sleep habits is a long game, not a short game. While Cry It Out might give you results quickly, it doesn't prepare you for handling future sleep challenges that you inevitably will face. That's why I have created the responsive sleep technique, where we use my proprietary process for developing a highly customized sleep plan. This sleep plan takes your individual child and family's needs into account and combines it with all of the components of successful sleep to create a plan that not only helps your child get to sleep and stay asleep, but shows you how to identify exactly what your child truly needs from you at any given time. This allows you to support your child confidently and effectively without ever feeling the need to use outdated cry it out methods while they learn how to sleep independently. Children like to keep us on our toes, and with every growth spurt, new daycare, teething, and all of the craziness that can come in the first few years of your baby's life, it can feel like you're constantly facing new sleep challenges. That's why I have developed a sleep growth toolkit. You get lifetime access to this robust resource library that gives you step-by-step processes to help you identify sleep issues as they come up, and it gives you the tools necessary to help you handle them with ease. This makes it so that you are able to handle any future sleep challenges that you face from illness and teething all the way to transitioning from a crib to a toddler bed. So if you are ready to cut through the noise that exists on the internet and in the world in general when it comes to sleep training and have a plan that takes you and your family's needs into consideration while helping you improve sleep in a way that feels aligned with your parenting style, let's connect. Click the link in the show notes to book a free sleep evaluation call today. During this call, we will talk about your specific sleep situation, and I will be able to help you quickly identify what is holding you back from improving your child's sleep and how our method can improve their sleep once and for all in as little as seven days. So that was it for today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. And if you have any questions or thoughts about the episode that you want to share with me, I would absolutely love to connect with you. You can find me on Instagram at Your World in Color. Shoot me a DM and let's chat. I'll see you right back here next week. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. And I would love if you could share it with someone who you think it may help. I would also be super excited to hear from you. So feel free to DM me on Instagram at your world and color, or send me an email at Marley at your world If you are ready to get support with improving your baby or toddler's sleep in as little as seven to 14 days in a way that feels aligned with your parenting style, visit my website at your to learn more.